Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Peter, let's do this. You guys ready? Hey, Seattle, and tomorrow there's going to be stand-up at El Corazon. It means the heart. I don't speak Spanish. Uh, Yeah, yeah, please. Paul, Peter. All right, I'm going to ask you to sign this letter. Oh, okay. I would love that. Okay, that'd be neat. You don't have anything in mind to sign. I know it. You can sign my boobs. Okay. What? Find them. (laughs) Underneath the layers and layers of clothing. Anyway, uh, let's do this. I just was going to tell you one thing. A couple years ago, I was at a comic convention, and all these centuries of being a cartoonist and going to comic conventions, I was just talking about how nobody had ever asked me to sign their boobs. And right when I said that, somebody asked me to sign their boobs. (laughs) The secret, it works. (laughs) You just have to to talk. Was it on your vision board? (laughs) That's what people call their porn collections now. It wasn't the the boobs I envisioned, though. (laughs) No? So do your job. All right. Hi. (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of The Dork Forest. This is uh, the second live episode that we're doing today. Yeah, clap it up. Let's do it. (laughs) Seattle Vera Project. We're doing local dork luminaries and sitting on either side of me, I got another comic book, awesome comic book guy, and another awesome comic. So uh, things, are, uh, things are working out in Seattle for me so far. Uh, on my right, I have Mr. Peter Bagg, who has written a new book called Other Lives. Please applaud. <laughs> Edgy stuff, man. I liked it. Oh, thanks. It was neat. Welcome to the show. And on my, right, on my left over here, I have uh, Mr. Paul Merrill. <laughs> Mr. Paul Merrill, stand-up comic to the stars. Very funny, very smart. And uh, I'm excited uh, to just be here. I don't know, this is always always a thing with me, because you were, Peter, you're also in a band. And uh, I don't know anything about music. And uh, I try, but... Neither uh, do I. Oh, good. Uh, do you play an instrument? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so do I, but it doesn't sense, matter. Doesn't it? Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> but let's, yeah, but let's, uh, what, what do you guys, what do you guys want to talk about as far as, uh, we can talk... Paul, you and Peter have known each other for some time. Yes. How did you meet? Let's go there. <laughs> well, actually, the, uh, he actually, the weird thing is uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Eric Reynolds from Fanographics. And, uh, he, <laughs> Comic book store here yes, in uh, Seattle. Yes, Huge the publisher of, of most of Peter's work and yeah, yeah, a lot of other great, great artists. And uh, uh, this was probably, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, uh, I was at my... I was just starting doing live comedy. I'd written comedy and written scripts and stuff for years, and I'd done sketch comedy, but I'd never done stand-up. Um, and so I thought the way you start doing stand-up, I didn't know that you're supposed to go to open mics and stuff uh, at the time, so I just booked a show Oh my God! in a little theater. And <laughs> Wow. Oh, and just booked cojones. myself 
to do Spanish for an hour of comedy for the first time on stage. Uh, an hour? Yeah, I think it was an go? hour. Well, uh, Peter can tell you. <laughs> it was, and I invited everyone I knew ever in my life. I invited to that uh, show, and it was um, well, it was pretty bad. And oh, I was about to say it's the best show you'd ever done. <laughs> <laughs> and boom, boom, it's all been downhill since then. I sold out when I started getting paid. <laughs> And, uh, did and you have him right here? Palm of your hand, right here. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah it was one pretty of those much. Things where he did the show, and then he was just like, "I was terrible. I was terrible. I was terrible." He was great. I well, I, I did the show, and and Eric says, "Oh, and oh, I want you to meet my friend uh, Peter Bag." And I just just crap my pants. I mean, because I've, I've you know all college and stuff. I've been reading his comics and huge fan of hate, and like most of you guys probably. Right. And I was like, oh, and I was just freaking out, and I was just really trying to control it. Like I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna be cool. I'm just gonna pretend I don't even care who he is when I meet him. You know. So I was like, hey, dude. Yeah, glad you can make it. Whatever, what's your name? What's your name again? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> And now, uh, and now uh, his wife babysits our kid and all that kind of stuff. So now we're just like, and on he a sitcom. feels free to mop it up. Yeah, it's nice. And yeah, my wife Susan uh, plays in the band too, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, really, <laughs> his claim to fame and the the Excellent. book about Nintendogs that I wrote, and that's that's sort of my big Nintendogs. Nintendogs. I wrote the official guide to Nintendogs. So. Yeah. I am okay. a published author also. <laughs> Anyone want to mean to sign their game guide? I'm so sorry. <laughs> what the hell is Nintendogs? Ninten- you don't know what Nintendogs is? I know. My dork cred Who knows dropped. what Nintendogs is? At it's least a half of this fake, crowd. That's awesome. fake virtual dog game like a, like that you raise. Yeah, that you raise on your Nintendo DS. And you can talk to it. <laughs> like, come here. And it'll like, come over to you and like... <laughs> And you can and you you can blow bubbles to it. You like blow on the thing, and it blows bubbles, and they chase the, the bubbles and stuff. Wow! Yeah. And I, and I wrote the guide, and it said, "Well, you know, wiener dogs really liked to play with you know the thing and the things <laughs> that are know. long and yeah." Narrow. And it's like yeah, it was just a, it was a great okay. piece of literature, and probably one of the best <laughs> best works of nonfiction literature in the past fifty years, I'd say. <laughs> Available that at Target. Beautiful. The Greatest Generation and Nintendogs. Yeah. So, Perfect. yeah, it's right up there. So, I mean, I guess Peter and I are pretty much peers. And <laughs> Wait a minute. You know, and, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, uh, so do you also draw and your own works and they get bound in lovely hardcover? This is, this is an important, I find this, this type of comic book, uh, you know, I was telling Ed last episode that I've just started reading comic books about six years ago, so I don't have this kind of history that a lot of people do. Did you read comic books, uh, starting early on and keep going? Yes. Have you always read comic books? Yes. And do you, do you read, like, because this is more, it doesn't, other Lives isn't autobiographical, possibly, hopefully. It is, or it uh, isn't? I, it doesn't, I'm hoping... You're hoping that it isn't. It is not, yes. <laughs> okay. Because well, you're wrong. Because you're sitting... <laughs> and it's right, 100% true. 100% true as wow. we turn to... <laughs> what? Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> no, because it's, it's this... It's, it's so... I mean, it feels autobiographical, but it's also so otherworldly, you know, because it's so visceral and you're like, you're opening a vein, man. You're just like, wow, sometimes you get, you know, you start feeling 
really down and you're just like screw this and I'm going to take you know take it all by it's a different kind of comic book is what I'm saying you right. know more American Splendor and our crumb and I mean I feel and I with the limited knowledge uh, and, and we can go into my extensive knowledge of what X Factor I don't know but <laughs> if, <laughs> so what kind of, but do you, have you always uh, did you read do you read both do you read all the kinds of no, I was always a snob, even as a little kid. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's that. what I wanted to hear. I uh, read, um, I mean, I, I tried everything. I read superhero comics and uh, as a kid, and I thought they were stupid. <laughs> and I still do, even though sometimes I draw, write them and draw them. But, um, well, actually, what I, what I, I hate, I liked the... I take that all back. I liked, okay. I liked stupid TV shows about superheroes. I loved... The 1950s Superman cartoon show, which they always showed on repeats when I was growing up, and I loved the Batman TV show. I was addicted to both those shows, Wonder but I would Woman. always be so disappointed when I'd read the Batman comic books. Back then, they were very, very stiff. Now I actually like them. I realize that they're very campy, but I didn't. That I, that went over my head at the time. I like Marvel was brand new when I was a little kid. And uh, so I was reading them right when they started, and I loved the art, especially Jack Kirby's art. But I hated uh, what I just thought was the biggest ripoff ever was to be continued. It's, uh, oh, what a jip! <laughs> <laughs> you yes. want another quarter next so, week? What's right. happening? So for the, so for the next 50, 45 years. I right. never bought another Marvel comic. I'm still protesting that. Are you still to be continued business? So you're you, um, so in the world of superhero, you're more of a DC guy. Um, no, not really. No, <laughs> neither one. You're, it's all Nietzsche. Neither. Whatever's yeah. happening. But I, I, grow, I liked Mad. I liked the funny stuff. I like right. I like the uh, Peanuts and Mad Magazine. Then when I got was a little older, I liked uh, National Lampoon. And then after that, when I discovered Underground Comics and especially Robert Crumb, that's what really made me want to be a cartoonist. Okay. Because go yeah, crazy. it's it's a nihilistic world of of just self examination. It's fantastic. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, to you know, and this is this is allow me to say this out loud. Uh, it's. Uh, no, no, I won't. There we go. Oh, come on. You can't do that. Too late. Really? Yes. You want me to say that it's like watching someone jerk off? Yes. That isn't right. That isn't fair. I was hoping but... you'd say that. <laughs> really? Why? Wait a minute. What's say, happening? I got I to go. <laughs> exactly. So, no, but it's, 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 it's fascinating to, you know, because I, I love the... For me, the superhero stuff, when it addresses, like, real life, it's a parallel kind of universe. So when it's, when it's sort of unabashedly autobiographical, I find it. Like, is there, are there, like, comics that you read that are like that? I was talking about Kyle Baker, and he does sort of a um, more Sunday comic, like, one-panel comics about his family. Right. So it's, you know, it's the family circus, but funny. You know, and because right. uh, it's which Kyle Baker, who doesn't listen to this Wait program, a minute. who doesn't like the sleep. family circus? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know Paul Merrill was a family circus dork. <laughs> Tell me more about Billy's tears and the crying, <laughs> and how when it cries, it's Billy's tears or God's tears or something. I forget what the actual episode was. They're all parts of God's plan, especially <laughs> when he's going around and trying to find his way home and gets all mixed up and. He's just, it's all part of God's plan. <laughs> I 
God. And that's why Family Circus is funnier than Kyle Baker. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it really speaks Definitely. to your inner, inner, yeah, yeah Billy. Your inner Billy. Your inner Billy. Who doesn't have an inner Billy? Yeah. It's a, do you do, do any, it's, it, I'm fascinated by, by web comics because of that, is that, because now there's, there's in, in web, co- I don't, I don't read as many of them as possible, but it's, I didn't get a list from either of you two bastards of, uh, of what you wanted to talk about, so. Oh, that's okay. Are we supposed to, do, oh, yeah, I see you. Yeah. You keep offering opportunities well, for me to take off. I'm going to offer you off. a topic. Uh, I said I, want, I, said <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to talk about Peter Bag the whole I will, time. I, I, I will put a quarter in you, you if you give me a topic. <laughs> okay. Baseball. Um, baseball? Baseball. No, I don't want to talk about baseball. Really? Fantasy um, baseball? Yeah, when, growing up, I loved all the funny comics when I was a kid. I liked any comic that, even though, if they really weren't funny, and for nostalgic reasons, I still think they were funny when I was a kid. I remember when I was a kid thinking Marmaduke was funny, and I'd buy the paper books, and so there's a part of my brain that still thinks Marmaduke, that was a funny comic. And then when I reached a certain age, 12, I started thinking, all of a sudden, all the funny pages, all the comics suddenly seemed awful to me, and every new comic that was introduced, I hated Oh, even the new ones. Even the new ones. High and Lois? Really? It just yeah, never grabbed you? Um, well, more like Doonesbury. I hated, I hated the way it was drawn. I just couldn't get past the way it was drawn. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, and all the rest. I, <laughs> all the, I don't know. I suddenly found that format really limiting, and they kept making them smaller and smaller. Right. And, uh, the five-panel kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. But the Longhorns are still funny, though, right? I always thought they were forgetting. And, <laughs> and Garfield. I think we were talking about that before. But now, there's like, now there are... Uh, there are, uh, there's fewer and fewer newspapers, so of course there's fewer newspaper comic strips. But now on the web, like before, you said I try to read as many as possible, but you can't read all of them. There's thousands no. and thousands of them. Yeah, people and, have scanners, man. Right. They are and on board. Right. And uh, and doing it for no money. And no money. It's a. Uh, have you ever read uh, Harka Vagrant, Canadian woman? I can't. That's my favorite. That is by far my favorite. Uh, Excellent. Comic. People yeah. should see Harker Vagrant. It's yeah. Kate uh, Beaton. Beaton. There we yeah. go. It's Canadian. She's Canadian. She's Sometimes funny. you get a glimpse into her Canadian history. Sometimes she'll do very funny series on Canadian history. Well, I don't even think she realizes she's doing it. She just forgets that everybody doesn't know all about. Yeah, they're kind of just explorers. funny because it's like, wow, it's Canadian history. But her, con- <laughs> her yeah, and it's Hark exclamation point a vagrant, and. Uh, her- and her comics are all, again, little snippets, usually three panels, but she might get a little story thread going. These little panels, three panel strips, and they're all little slices, like historical figures or literary figures. Right. And, uh, and she it's had a, a Nancy Drew series that was neither, but, yes. uh, but, or unless you call, well, I'm sure Nancy Drew could be literature. Yeah, but she's very mm-hmm. funny. She's, I think that's the best. And I'm so glad you mentioned her because I couldn't remember the name, her name or the name of her comic strip until you said it first. So you okay. bailed me out. I was going to say, there's somebody that's my favorite, and I don't know her name or the name of the comic. <laughs> but you know how to get to her website, <laughs> which is Harka Vagrant, whatever. I also follow her it's on bookmarked. Twitter. That's how I know how to yeah, get yeah, to it. That one's good. And then there's one that's supposedly porny. Uh, but uh, forgets to be porny and goes more. Um, <laughs> it forgets to be porny sometimes, and it just goes into like sort of a like a like a Tolkien like world, uh, which is um, it's called Oglaf, O G L A F dot com, and it's th- there's it's often porny, uh, but sometimes it's just because porny it's a, as in pornographic. Yes, because it's about I a source. I don't like where that. It's, it's a source. Oh, you don't enjoy that. You don't like that. I don't like. I don't like when those worlds collide. I don't like pornographic. Tolkien and 
porn? <laughs> uh, you're no, that's look. okay. But... If, if you don't like it when Tolkien and porn, <laughs> there's any number of things you shouldn't be looking yeah. at online. No, it's just uh, it's just too confusing. I, I think it should just keep separately. I mean, I'm all for pornography, but I don't like pornography like seeping its way into normal stuff because then it's you know because porn- pornographic pornos should be dirty. I think in it its own be, thing, in a dirty private place that you keep locked up. I don't think it should be not in, on the internet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am, should I, be a little room in the back in the old days. Didn't you guys used to find uh, your porn in the woods? Yes, I did. That's actually Isn't I have just a, guys just dropping uh, off. It's like, true. Magazines have, in the woods. It's, that's the first time I saw a naked woman. Was actually a comic book. Well, not a comic book. Uh, that would be funny. Magazine. Uh, no, it was a. Uh, Ironically, no. It was a magazine I found uh, in the woods, and um, it was a mag. It was a pornographic magazine. I was, I think, I was probably about nine or ten years old, and the magazine was called Pregos. <laughs> this is a true. I wish this wasn't a true story. Holy criminy! <laughs> but it was, and I was like, wow, that's not what was, what not was what, going on. Well, it Gee. was. It was these. Full, fully nine-month pregnant women, full-term, like, posing on cars and stuff, and like, playing softball. Baby needs new shoes. It was. It was weird. It, I know. And I was like, wow, that's not what I thought women look like underneath that. Cause, and that's why you don't like porn. That's why I don't like porn, because I was like, I am never looking at porn again if this is what it's about. We had, I, yeah, we had a special cave. We knew that if you'd go in this cave... It was a cave? Yes. Where did you grow up? um, That's awesome, a cave. Upstate New York, and there was a... Not a huge cave, it was a tiny cave. It was like this cliff that was a bunch of jumble of rocks. And these falling huge rocks would form mini caves. And this one cave always had um, torn up... Play, uh, Playboys. <laughs> and of tor- course, torn oh. up, meaning the best pages were taken oh. out. And that, but that's where Someone I discovered. Did an anger. Of all things, in this dirty, filthy little cave, that's where I discovered the comic strip Little Annie Fanny, which, <laughs> which I, I loved the way it was drawn. I thought the art was beautiful. And I was like, what are the odds of seeing the most beautifully drawn comic strip in this cave? <laughs> and if I went back there cave. every month, there'd be the new Little Annie <laughs> in the cave. Someone Where'd... was looking out for you, Peter. <laughs> yeah. Special friend. That's how art came to you. Uh, now, yeah. for another friend, of mine, his dad had every Playboy, saved them all in penthouses, and he had them all in uh, the basement of his house. And kids found out about it. And this kid, who, whose dad this was, was really nerdy, and he very quickly found out that it's, it's a currency. So kids were like, I just got this bow and arrow set. I'll give it to you for a copy of one of your dad's Playboys. And he was like, sure. He had everything. He did, it was amazing what he was getting in return wow. for a wow. magazine that... Uh, and his dad didn't have them cataloged? Or... Um, he did, his dad did, and that's how his dad found out. And, that, and, oh, and he grew up to be a comic book publisher, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a cop. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy... I, I don't like live-action porn. Because I don't like, um, you know, like I always dead, dead porn. Necro- <laughs> Necrophilia. Well, at least, at least it's over then. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, if they're alive, there's hope, and yeah. that, that, that someone might make a different life choice. Because um, I already know so many people in my life that are making terrible life choices. When I'm watching them on television, I'm like, call your mother. <laughs> it's a lot. The first, uh, the first naked guy I ever saw was in the woods next to a stack of porn. <laughs> Swear to God! Swear to God! Ross in Woods, ten years old, flasher. Wow! There you go. That's exciting. So when you yeah. say you don't like live action porn, you what? 
do you like then? Drawn? Uh, I prefer cartoon animated porn. No, I uh, I think I like... Tentacle, uh, tentacle sex, like the anime? Uh, actually, I've been thinking about this because I was on Facebook and someone on Facebook was like, I remember you in junior high reading those romance novels. <laughs> and nobody remembers the Louis L'Amour. Swear to God. Nobody remembers the other shitty prose I was reading. They only remember the romance yeah, the novels. the stuff that they made fun of you for. Right. Why wouldn't they make fun of me for reading Louis L'Amour novels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you have you read a Louis Lamore novel? No, no. My the, dad used to read all those. Old the best one. Ones. Yeah, the best one is where the lone guy comes into town and saves everyone. <laughs> I think I read that one. It's a good one. Was that autobiographical? <laughs> it might have been by Louis himself or Reagan. Um, those um, those. Uh, Old romance novels were really dirty. It was all euphemisms, but those are dirty, dirty books. Uh, dirty, dirty books. Yes. Uh, they, they actually, all the ones I read in junior high were religious. Barbara Cartland oh. wrote a series of kiss, kiss. They get married, and then they kiss at the last page, and you're like, then what happens? Those are even dirtier. You were reading the wrong ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm reading the right ones now. Thank you very so much. that's why everybody... And uh, let me just tell you That's something. what your friend should have been saying on Facebook. Remember when you were reading the wrong romance novels? <laughs> exactly. <It's>, uh, <laughs> I think in high school Christian I graduated... Or there was the Christian ones in junior high, and then in high school I was reading some harlequin was called Second Chance at Love, and that meant that they got to not be virgins. Wow. Right, wow. because otherwise they had to be virgins. The, the first book I read about that I read that had sex in it was Clan of the Cave Bear. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That that's was dirty, super dirty and confusing to a child. <laughs> it's like, that's how you make babies? Or is it just how, that's how maybe cavemen make babies? That's how Neanderthals must be different now because that's gross. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's modern now. Yeah. <laughs> cleaner than that. I know, that's, that's not right. It's got to be some kind of tube or device that you use to make babies something now. Something more clinical. They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Japanese just invented, they made sperm. So men now are officially useless. Phew! <laughs> Thank God I don't have to do that anymore. Phew! <laughs> uh. Wow. All right. I want to call my wife. I'll be right back. <laughs> That's weird. Did they really? Yes, they made sperm. But it's not... Vi- is it viable? It's viable, yes. What did they make it out of? Sperm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one guy, this one they, guy just makes all of it off in the back room. <laughs> Look what we made. <laughs> Into a test tube. And yeah. they made someone watch. <laughs> yes. That would be a sweet gig, I have to admit. That would be pretty... I mean, might as well get paid for it, right? It's like donating blood. You can get paid for that. Yeah. I, you can get paid for blood? I thought it was just plasma. Because I've tried all of them. Oh, okay. It is plasma. <laughs> okay. It's plasma. I used to do it in high school. Or yeah. College or it's, like that's that. a sweet deal. It's I, a sweet deal. You have to sit around with It felt like a sweet deal, stuff. but you're like, hmm. When you think about it in the end, because you're 20, and you're yeah. like, yes, I have four hours that you yeah. can sit and then freeze my arm off, and then, yeah. then you get to go to the liquor store next door and cash yes. that check. It's always next door, isn't it? That's the funny. In Ballard, where I live, convenient. it's right <laughs> conveniently. just do-do-do-do-do. They give and they give. Yeah, I, I, they might actually be in the same building now. I'm not sure, but he just, <laughs> yes. he's like, I'll take that, take that, six, and that, you know, <laughs> right. and six percent off the top. Yes, for cashing it, yeah. <laughs> like a food court, yeah. just mash them all together. Oh my god! Wow! Holy smokes! That was a weird riff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad we found something to talk about because I had all these Captain America jokes prepared, and then I, I realized I was on the other show, and so. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, I'll catch up with you later. Call back, call back. It's, uh, that was last week, I guess, in podcast terms, probably, right? In pod- except Remember last week when Ed Brubaker was here? <laughs> 
in, in my podcast, as soon as they're edited, I'm like, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Every three days, every four days. I'm like, I don't care. What, and then when you, because if the, everybody gets backed up, it's a podcast. Nobody listens to all of them until, and then you're like, well, I didn't hear that one because they're not famous. Oh. I'm going to, I've never heard of those two people. And, uh, well, now I'll listen to it because now I'm out. And, uh, yeah, it's a good story. I'm going to tell it again later. So, Paul, are you going to tell us your Captain America joke? No, I don't, I don't actually have any. Oh. <laughs> that was my joke. That was it. Uh... Remember your corporate gig? I never dined to torture you about oh yeah that was that was fun <laughs> i had my first corporate gig that was really interesting really anyone do corporate gigs kermit yeah, <laughs> right? I do yeah. Corporate gigs. you you do really yeah. they're they're great aren't they like uh, money wise compared yes. to getting uh, creatively f- free Not drinks yeah no i don't, who cares about that i mean <laughs> a single tear i know falls. well that's what i'm like you know here's here's what happened this i have a crazy had a crazy month because at the beginning of the month um, I had just poured my heart and soul into this really like kind of like uh, artistic alt comedy show, right? And I just I put everything I had into it. And it was I don't know if anyone has seen it, but it was uh, Laughable eighty eight, right? And <laughs> what's it called? And <laughs> Laughable eighty eight. Laughable eighty eight. Okay. And it took place in nineteen eighty eight, and uh, I just put everything I had in this show, and um, and I ended up having to host it and headline it and did all the videos and stuff. And this is a crazy thing. And um, that's called a one-man show. That is, I guess, just like back in the old days. And about twelve, Still, about twelve people showed up, and uh, <laughs> twelve of the nicest people ever, though. And so, uh, at the end of the, the show, uh, my good friend who books it had to tell me that there's there's no money. <laughs> like, there's we had to pay the sound guy, and there's like no nothing left for you. And I'm just like, <laughs> fuck, you know, like this is why am I doing comedy? You know, when you have to do this kind of stuff, you know. And it was just like it was heartbreaking, you know, because it wasn't like a deal where I got screwed over or anything. It just like there just wasn't any money, and that's what happens when you do these small comedy shows. It just you put your heart into it, and you try to make this independent, like great artistic statement, and then and then poof, there's nothing, and you're like, why am I doing this? You know, because well, you got to. Okay. Because I got to, to do it. Yeah, you do right. it for the for the point of it, right? No, I know it's true, yeah. but but it's just you know when you're trying to make a living at it, it's but then it's, you it's go in balance. front of like Boeing. Well, two weeks later, <laughs> these people call me up and do this this corporate gig, and I'm like, sure, okay, I'll do it, and Damn. I got more money for this corporate gig for doing ten minutes. Right, ten minutes in a cafe- who books that? In Holy a ca- shit! In a ca- ten minutes in a cafeteria. In front of twelve people. It was once at again lunchtime. at our lunchtime. Band, our band noon and, and can you imagine play yes. there too? So we're playing it, and, and all these people who work for real networks—they're eating free food and drinking free beer, and they're, they're on their lunch break, and they're not paying attention. And Paul starts yeah. reading. You start reading your jokes. Yeah. Well, we, we did at one point. You were reading them. Yeah, I was reading but, them off um, the cards that write specific you know, like, jokes for this. <laughs> but hey. it, was so, it was so the opposite of what both of us are used to. It's not right. a dark nightclub. It was yeah. under these glaring lights and yeah. nobody was being rude you weren't getting heckled it was just like you weren't there they, they weren't like they were just like can I go home now it's almost you know five o'clock and, and but I got paid more money for that than I have in the past five years combined doing stand-up comedy <laughs> and, and at the end of the night you're like you're looking at this check right for, for this money and then you're looking at your great artistic show that you put all your heart and which soul no into check. which is no check <laughs> There's like I had to pay for the poster and everything. Like I'm in the red on this show, and I'm like, which one is better? You know, which one should I do? You know, f- you know, both. Both. Yeah, if you can well, do that's both. That's what you do. You yeah. do both. Yeah, I'd that's like what to. I do. I know 
it looks like the dark forest makes a great deal of money. Yeah, uh, why? Well, I, I assume <laughs> because there was there's bottled water here, there's bottled so water. I assume wow. I had four dollars and ninety nine cents, and I said, let's get a case. Yeah, <laughs> let's I, do it. I figured this is uh, this is a big big time when you get in bottled water. Oh yeah, it's pretty sweet. And uh, yeah, speaking of which, the uh, the donation button. If you haven't used it, people, knock yourselves out, right? And who doesn't? Uh, let, uh, what the heck? Now you've inspired me. Let's uh, the credits, Patrick. I like to do them in the middle. Okay. Uh, Patrick Brady fixes the audio. Vilmos works on the website, and he has his own podcast where he interviews road comics, like Tribble Run Road Comics. If you ever want to, it's called Green Room Radio. And if you ever want to listen to like guys who are working the road, making uh, one hundred and twenty-five dollars, and essentially like babysitting career drunks at a sports bar. Yeah. That's fantastic. You want to listen to Green Room Radio because that... Have you done Triple Run? Uh, no, I did something. It's called a Yoder Run. It's uh, the Midwestern version of the wow. Triple Run. And uh, it's fine. You know, there's there's good work being done. Uh, there's $200 to be made and there's a choo-choo train that goes around and you're like, are you guys going to turn the televisions off? No, just mute? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be that'll be fine. Yeah. I, I was told that I, I, I had to do a Triple Run if I was going to make a living at doing comedy. And I was like, I who told really, you that? I don't really want to make a living then. I, don't really, I heard what a triple, because it's great. I mean, it's a great way, you know, to, to, it builds to learn. It does. And, and, I, and I respect the hell out of anyone that could do that. But I was like, I'm not going to, I'm too old. I'm just way too old. And I have kids and stuff. And I'm like, Anybody? oh, daddy's going to go for two weeks and stay in a little hotel with a bunch Roaches of guys. And, and yeah. And drink yourself into and a stupor and meet the disease. prettiest girl in Montana. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just can't, I just can't physically can't do that. I'm just too neurotic to just go out and make You know, comics who tell other comics how to do comedy, uh, uh, wah. Oh, Wrap boy. it up. We'll, ta- we'll it talk up. about that off the air, Jackie. There's, there's oh. a few. There's a few around that like to do any that. Any number. Any number of people. You can't. It's like there's a lot of people who offer uh, classes. You know, yeah. it's sort of like the back of the matchbook. Learn how to draw cartoons. How to be funny. And, uh, how to be funny. You can there's, be funny. No, you can't. A, all you, gotta, you know how you'd be funny? Give me $300. Yeah. And you're like, wait, is that a life coach? Yeah. Anyway, um... What if you were a washed-up guy who taught a comedy class, and whenever you're, somebody came in who wasn't the least bit funny, and that person wound up becoming a huge success? Would that make the teacher crazy? I guess it would. I guess I'm asking an obvious... The uh, I don't obvious. think it would make them crazy. Yes. I think it. I, I think that they they would make a bigger poster with that person's name. Yes, totally. <laughs> They'd be like, "Look, Danny Bonaducci learned how to do stand-up well, in my that comedy class." Yes. Look what this person learned from me. I'm going back on the road. Right. I'm the, doing this yeah. thing you're talking about. The best comedy. Yeah. Right. The best comedy class uh, teacher that I ever met was this woman who was not funny, uh, genuinely unfunny, yeah. uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and she taught at something called Open U. Anyone could teach. <laughs> Anyone could teach Why a class. Oh, no, just open, a you. <laughs> open you We're up. Open, open you, you up. <laughs> it was just open. Anyway, like if you know how to change oil, you could have a class uh, on open you. You'd be like, I'm going to teach you how to change your own oil. I'm a teacher at Open U. And so she taught stand-up comedy. And her first class, all she would do for the the first class was she would get, uh, you would go, every single person would step on stage, take the mic out of the mic stand, set themselves, move the mic stand out of the way, and then set themselves, grab the mic stand, put it back in front of them, put the mic (laughs) back in, and walk off stage. And it was, that was the first class. And I was like, that's not a bad thing to teach somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah. And plus, she did open mic and stand up and got paid for it. And because yeah. uh, uh, you can and uh, get paid for it, even if you are not particularly funny. Uh, but the thing is, is she was living proof that you could do stand up comedy and not be funny. Yeah. Oh, and, it's, and it just made you go, 
oh, well, she can... I could probably, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely not a requirement to be a successful comedian to be funny. It's... No, but you know everybody has their own journey. Yeah. It's beautiful their journey. You got to allow them a limited. I was told I was given advice in uh, when I first started doing stand up. I was given a. It's on my website actually. I typed it out, put it up. It's called How to Be a Zen Comic, and uh, and it's got a lot of great advice. Yeah. And but I asked for it. I mean that's right. the thing. Yes, is if you ask another comic for advice, they have to be. Very careful about what kind of advice you give a young comic because you don't want to squelch anything. Yeah. And you don't want to, like, because, you know, like if somebody came to you and asked you how to draw comic books, would you say, well, don't, you should do it like I do it? You say, you just draw, right? I mean, I, I, what, what do you tell young people? Peter just says, don't, just don't, don't do it. <laughs> you shouldn't draw. Break your fingers. <laughs> There's a lot of. Cartoonists that say that to everybody. I, they, they don't want the competition, I guess. Yeah, they just try to discourage everybody. And it totally depends on uh, what their work is like. If they show, maybe oh, if they show you your work. Yeah. yeah, if yeah. they do. You know, if somebody says, "I want to do comics," what do you think? I would say, I don't think anything because I don't know if you're any good. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm thinking of it, a friend of mine uh, uh, who always wanted to be a cartoonist and could never make a living at it because he was terrible. It's a, it was a guy I met. He lived in. He used to live in Seattle. He, I met him when I first it's me. Just here. say it's me. It's yeah. okay. It's, and, it's, uh, <laughs> sweetheart um, of a guy. And uh, he once took out an ad somewhere, like in Yellow Pages, saying, uh, "Or a penny saver. We'll you know yeah. we'll do comics. Pay me to do comics." Some idiot totally misread it. Thought he was hiring people. To draw comics, uh, read it backwards, and this guy kept mailing my friend comics. He was like a garage mechanic, and he kept calling him up and mailing him drawings. And, and, wow. and my friend finally said, "Stop calling me! Stop, you misread the ad. I'm trying to make money. I don't want to give you any money." He says, "I'm trying to make money drawing comics." And this guy, this rednecky man. guy, said the funniest thing. He's going, "Really?" He goes, "You don't want to see my ladies?" He goes, "No." And he goes, because I just drew Bugs Bunny popping a wheelie, and it came out really good. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts my heart. Are you sure Holy you don't want to buy it? <laughs> well, Mumble's positive. Mumble's positive. Put it that way. <laughs> well, you know, oh. Brooke, Brooke Brethed, uh, the Bloom County guy, he used to live around here, and... Uh, uh, my friend Raphael, you know, is a great cartoonist. He does. He animates my cartoon, Paul Merrill Karate Consultant. If you guys look that up on oh, yeah? funnierdie.com. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, he, uh, he, we went when we were in college. We went to go see Burke Brethick because he was like, oh, he's so great. You know, at the time we were doing Bloom County and stuff back in the '80s or whatever. And you know, we told him because I was a cartoonist at the time too, and we were both, you know, like oh, we want to do a daily strip, you know, and um, you know, and Burke Breath is like, no. Don't really? like. He was just like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> like, it's just like the most depressing thing. Like that was like our hero at the time, you know. And and he was just like, no, you should. He wouldn't even show him work. He just said that to us out. This is like, it's a shitty deal. Like, just don't. Wow. Don't do it. He's just so depressing. He's. I mean, it sounded like he was just gonna kill himself right there. He's like, it's just the, the worst job ever. You know, <laughs> go to college and do something else. Learn how to do science or something. But don't ever draw. Wow. Take it from me. Take it from me. And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did quit. Yeah, I he quit. He did hate it. Well, yeah, then he made that movie that just came out that uh, uh, Ma- Mars needs moms or whatever, and that was not that was Burke that killed uh, that guy's career. The guy who made that movie because it was such a huge bomb. They're not they're not going to make a 3D CGI yellow submarine now because that movie was so bad. So that something good came out of it. That's. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's his name? Zemeckis or whatever, right? Is that his name? The guy that Robert did... Zemeckis? Yeah. Did it? Yeah, that's the oh, guy who well. did that movie, right? That directed it. The guy, he needed that really horrible uh, Christmas Carol with uh, Jim Carrey. Right, 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 yeah. right. It was bad, right? It was horrible. Okay, good. Uh, you guys are looking at me like, I don't know what language you're no, speaking. You're like, what is, what is a Christmas Carol? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's okay to interact here, guys. Right, right. But it's, <laughs> I don't know how you got it started talking about, you're talking about Burke Breathed, and then you started talking about some movie that bombed. Well, that's what he did. He wrote that, that movie. Who wrote it? Burke Breathed. Burke Breathed oh, wrote the okay. movie. Oh, okay. He wrote Mars Needs Moms? Yes. He wrote that? That was his big thing. That was his, because he All quit right. cartooning and he did children's books. And that okay. was one of his children's oh, books. Oh, that was one of his children's books. Can we wow. edit that back into the yes. first part where I mentioned that? Um, I thought I mentioned that. loop. Then no wonder you guys are looking at me like, yeah. what is he talking about? Yeah, no, Why all of us. We all got lost. <laughs> Just briefly. No, Sorry, my brain out works. Of, out of nowhere, you're like, did you hear about the movie that sucked him bomb? Sorry, I just, I just had a small stroke. <laughs> Who I saw think. Meet Dave? <laughs> Who saw Meet Dave? That's the worst dr- television. That's Did you see it? See what? Oh, Which my, one? Meet Dave. It was the worst oh, movie I've ever really. seen in my life. said Meat Cave. Meat Cave. That was the best movie ever made. That's where Peter read his pornography in the Meat Cave. Back to porn. Welcome to the episode that I've always wanted to do about porn dorks. Yes, I have seen Meat Cave, and I uh, thought it was great. <laughs> Did you see Meat Dave? Because it was terrible. It was, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. It's, it's, it's no a terrible. Meat Cave. It's a terrible. <laughs> it was, yeah, Eddie Murphy's in it. Cave, well, it's probably pretty good then. <laughs> Most of his movies are pretty good, aren't they? Eddie Murphy? Yeah. And they make you want to cut yourself, right? It's a, roll you around haven't seen Bumerang? <laughs> I think the last good movie I saw him do was Bowfinger, and it wasn't his. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, that's true. That's good times, though. It's uh yeah. So I uh let's uh what do you guys you wanna bring the band up? Yeah, I mean, I hear not? you're putting the band back together. <laughs> I mean, here all week, people. Hey you guys right. wanna see the band not play music? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's talk about music. Let's get Rachel and Michelle back up here. Yeah. For the band is called Can You Imagine? Question mark. I went to your MySpace page. I have a MySpace page. You should all go to it. That's where I embed my videos from. Yeah, they're on Facebook now too. Are you guys on also. Facebook? Yes. It's a, all right, let's see if that mic is working. Let's see if these mics hey. are working. Hey. Oh, Aren't yeah. you always shocked when somebody contacts you on MySpace? Uh, I don't go on there. <laughs> and anymore. then you don't read it until like a month later. It's like, hey, I'm, or a I'm in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oops. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I like when... <laughs> Actually, I'm I'll catch you next Christmas. <laughs> I'm one of those... I'm one of the only people that goes, still goes on MySpace almost every day. Oh, do you go and on every, every day? And every day I'm like, ugh. More oh, spam? So <laughs> More. I, I Are people still contacting you on MySpace? Yeah, well, on co- occasionally. I have, a, I have a, certain friends always do. I think Peter's the one actually got me on MySpace. That's how long we've known each other. Have you heard this new thing called MySpace? It's really great. And <laughs> I still have an welcome. AOL account. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyhow. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, it's a pop rock, right? You guys do pop? Yes. Like guitar rock, kind of poppy. Yes, that's neat. What's a what are they? What kind of topics do you discuss? on can you imagine? And why is it called? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> we have just we just felt like um, I don't know. It was, how did it come? What? How did, how did it? How did it all come? We were we went through a thousand different names. Rachel, tell us. Peter and the Pets was one that we were talking about doing. <laughs> Paul's favorite name. I vetoed her. that. I did not yeah. want my wife being a <laughs> His pet. His wife's our drummer. <laughs> 
<laughs> She'd end up in some meat he cave. Didn't like, he, he didn't like... Yeah, no, uh, yeah I, I didn't want her in the Peter meat cave. Peter and the plaid <laughs> was another one. And I think... It when, wasn't Peter and the pets. It was Peter and his pets. Yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Even that was there. a little much, I But said. anyhow, while they're up here, this is our lead singer, Michelle Pletus. Yeah, and Michelle is a lead singer of Can yes. You Imagine? There you go. Yay, Michelle. Yay. And this is Rachel Frost. She's a bass player. And she bass also player. Sings. Hi, guys. Ding, 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 ding. Like and the big, Paul, deep bass. Boom, boom, boom. And Paul, yes, a great bass. Right. And Paul's wife, Sue, is the drummer. Yes. Uh-huh. Yay, and, uh, Sue. Yay, Sue. Being portrayed by she, Paul this And evening. she's at home watching the kids because one of us had to do it. And that's right. So, um, and then we have a keyboard player named Steve. Steve oh, Fisk, okay. who's somewhat well-known around here. Yes. And we intentionally did not tell him about this because... You, whatever you tell him, he forgets it, and he'll and you have to tell him four times, and he still always winds up. He gets so fed up with the texts and the emails, he always winds up calling. Him, what does this say? What does it say? I'm like Rita, and he's like Vera Is Project. He a rock star? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sunday, five o'clock. What? You know, so we didn't. It, this wasn't worth going through all of that with him. It's an ordeal. <laughs> it's a chore to get Steve Fisk to show Hi, up. Steve, yes, I can't you. wait for him to hear. Steve, we love your work, but we only want you to come when we really need you. All right. And uh, it's a lot of work. Well, so. we don't like to confuse him. Yeah. Right. I interrupted you before. You're going to say something to Paul. Oh, no. Hi. Oh, no. no. You wouldn't do that. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Today we fixed up our new band space, though, in Paul's garage. I don't All know right. if you saw us in there. We put up some curtains. I didn't. I was, I was inside in my Do you my guys have some cave. old costumes in the attic? <laughs> and you going to put a show together? Yeah. That's do it. it. Where do you guys they play You've played in my garage before. This is like probably like the third, two times you've done shows in my garage before. It's yeah, great. And I've done a comedy show. Tignataro did a show in my garage not too oh, long yeah. ago. Take not the to name, not to name drop, but... Uh. Right. Take the Tara will play your living room. She, yeah. uh, you just got to put her up somewhere and she'll come and hang out with you yeah. and then play your living room and then uh, you got to get her a sandwich. Yeah, I didn't want her to mess up the living room, so I gave her the garage. And, uh, the garage is nice. It was nice. There's, there's hardly any rats left in there now, so it's really... Did you eat them? Comfy. Yeah, well... Yum. Man's got to eat. It's a, so, you, so can you imagine, just came from... I think it came from... Just a long conversation of how about this? How about this? And then just, can you imagine? You know. said, you just happened to say, can you imagine to another name? Yeah. And then my wife Joanne says, that's your band's name. And we never could think of anything Done. better. It just got, yeah, it <laughs> got it stuck. Is there a thing? We literally can't come up with a better name. You literally have got <laughs> nothing. We have tried. Right. We try every day. <laughs> Except every day you wake up. What about Thirsty Boku? That's the name of my rock band band. Thirsty Boku? Yeah, as in I'm always thirsty. Uh, I'm thirsty a lot. Let me just say, that's going to be my coffee shop so name. So it's two languages. You thirsty Boku. You didn't bother to find out how to say thirsty in French? No, I took five semesters, but I only passed three. <laughs> I have a friend that uh, he's a drummer and he plays in a lot of bands and his dream is to one day form a band with the name Gentle Muscles <laughs> which gives everybody the creeps that is creepy. he's always like isn't that a great name he goes Pete if I formed a band called Gentle Muscles would you be in it so no one will be in Gentle Muscles it's part of the body you don't want to think about muscles. too much <laughs> you guys work at some gay cruise in the Mediterranean <laughs> That's too relaxed. It's really it's not relaxed. disciplined. You doing Yanni and a little bit of at all? That doesn't rock. Exactly. You Paul, want a band's name to rock, rock. Yeah. or at least Archie? You know, like sort of like bring it with a pop thing, like Josie and the Pussycats kind of. Yeah. Is it poppy? Like yeah, very poppy. All right. And getting more so, it seems like. 
Oh, we're talking about our band now. Yeah, so yeah. it's like in you know, gentle muscles. <laughs> I was thinking how you should form a band with that guy, and it could be Trey Gentle Muscles. <laughs> Trey Gentle Muscles. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Ew. Talk about our band, please. <laughs> and I'll stop talking. <laughs> I'm thinking of starting a chicken restaurant. You want to talk about that? No. Uh, no. So what? Uh, yeah, yeah. So what kind of band? What's uh, What's up? <laughs> Bell Poppy. It's Poppy. It's, it's Poppy. Yes. Do you about sing about everything. anything? You yes. sing about everything. Do you sing about... Uh, we sing about ghosts, toast, roast beef, and what else? Ghosts. <laughs> Something else Boast. rhymes with... Boast. Boast. Yeah. We sing the about ghosts. Both coasts. Both coasts. Uh, the both coasts. Yeah, just... Everything. Yeah. Yeah? Autobiographical Horses? little story stuff. We got, a new, we got a new song about a dead pony that's... Four that against. <laughs> Yeah, and we have a song, uh, one of our new songs called Ghosts Are Dumb. And I made up the words to it. I thought it was really, really clever. Well, they thought it was well, really clever, too. But at this corporate gig we all played, while we're playing it, the only person in the whole corporate gig that was paying any attention was this 10-year-old girl totally hopped yes. up on sugar. Yes. Front row center <laughs> was going crazy. She yeah. loved us, and we we're playing our song, Ghosts Are Dumb. She was pretending to sing along with every song. So she was every yes. word. Like, she, she and we never found out where she came from. Like, right. what, Does your mom work here or something? Her mom, like, was giving her, her, mom, her mom kept giving her all row. the candy and then would walk away. Just, but there we were playing my clever song, Ghosts Are Dumb, and she's loving it and quoting the words. And that's when I realized, oh my God, I wrote a children's song. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lucrative market. There's wiggles, wiggles. <laughs> One of the, yeah. She was our favorite fan because she was the most responsive at this corporate gig. And so we were all sort of focusing on her so that we could also have fun and um and one of our songs is um romance it's about romance and one of the lines is we want romance we want to be fingered in our pants and all of us <laughs> there was just this like, moment between the band are we really going to go i mean you we have you, ha- you have to commit to that line really and yeah. are we going to do it and you have to you, sell it Yes. I think <laughs> you're gonna do it out. You gotta sell it. So psychically, we all decided, yes, she's not gonna. She's not. It'll gonna be get okay. It. it won't really hurt her too bad. Unless she has a terrible. Uncle. Or maybe it'll instruct her for to ask really for what she wants. I don't know. I don't know. It worked when she's out. eleven. It, it all worked out. <laughs> It all, yeah, it so all those are, out. So, so those are some of the that none of the adults were paying attention to us. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> only the kid. We want them back. Yeah. That's, I did a show in Puerto Rico um, for the Coast Guard, and uh, the first show was all it was had ki- parents and their and their kids, and there was like ten nine year olds, ten nine to eleven year old <laughs> boys sitting in the front row, just all cross legged, just doing just thumbs down <laughs> to every comic, to every comic that came up, oh, and I was God. doing okay, and uh, there was a lull, there was a l- I'm not gonna lie to you, there was a lull when you're performing to both adults and tiny children, and uh, and one of the kids said, I'd watch anything you weren't in (laughs) and I said why don't you climb underneath that table over there and there was a table with a tablecloth and he climbed under it and one of his little nine-year-old friends climbed under that and I will say as a mature adult I said yeah there's nothing gay about that (laughs) because I'm 40 hi that's weird. Did it, did it oh. stop them from the? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I ha- I had them through most of it. It's uh, it was it was a weird gig. It was a it was a genuinely odd it sounds, gig. It's There's nothing to be done with nine year olds. You just you lose. It's a it's a weird situation when you do stand up comedy. Is it's really the only art form that you go up there and you're instantly judged by people who are totally unqualified to judge you. You know, I mean, there's no other art form like that that that, that happens on a and and you feel like oh god, 
God, I must have sucked because everyone, you know. At least but, the band, they have each other, right? Yeah. You guys have each That's other. That's true. And you guys yeah, can make a CD. You don't even have to perform live. You can just do CDs and put it on, you know, internet and, you know. And just coast. Yeah, just coast. And that's what we do. Just coast. And just wait for the money to come in. (laughs) Ten bucks at a time. (laughs) Sweet. And that's what we kind of decided today, too. Do you want to play life? Nah, let's just play the CD. I knew it. I was like... Well, you don't have to say you're playing the CD. Say, okay, we're going to play live now. And then you go... (laughs) <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah, it was. It was. You guys were going to sing a little bit. You were going to play a song or a couple of songs. They're like, yeah, we don't want to schlep our inst- a lot of. Maybe we can just play a CD. And I was like, well, why don't you just give me a CD or rip me a copy if you don't want to give me an original, uh, and then I can just sort of cut like twenty seconds out of it and play it in the midst. But we can play a little bit now if you want. What, yeah, what, let's hear it. What track? Let's hear it. Let's hear some I music. Mean, hey, here's the, what are we going to hear? Uh, we we chose a couple. One is "How Did I Get Home Last Night." That was ah, I love that one. Romantic. <laughs> How did I get home last night? Maybe if blackout you drunk. Sure. <laughs> Let's hear it. Up next one, number six. Sorry, they're the playing one. live right now. That's by the way, the one that's, that's, our that. that's our corporate. <laughs> we don't song. That's the. Uh, All right, plug in your instruments. There we go. Is this on iTunes? It's very Everybody hard to can get sing this. along to this for me now. Uh, yeah. You can get it on iTunes or you get hard copies on MySpace. What are we looking at? CD Baby. Oh, CD Baby. Yeah. You get a CD Baby page. CD Baby page. CD Baby backslash Can You Imagine? Is that it? You don't know. Go on Facebook and look for Can You Imagine? And they have Why all don't you the Google links to Can it. You, it, There'll be a link in the notes, I've people. It'll fan. all work out. Click links. You'll find out. Or just talk to me. I have copies of it on me all the time. It's, uh, Paul's good. He's like, no, no, kid's got to go to college. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's totally. it? This is nice. This is nice guitar rock. It's happy. It's nice happy rock. I love happy rock. Yeah. I think it's, it's, a, a, it's, a, hap- it's a fun will, thing. Will, will you do other though. lives? Will, yes. will, will you do a musical version of other lives? I'm sure. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, you guys got to do a rock opera of other lives. Other lives is Peter Bag's book uh, that uh, everyone should get because it's awesome, actually. And uh, yay! What's what's another album? What's another song? Oh, you want to skip ahead? No, to no. The next song? Oh, well, it's just gonna. Nice, the, the story behind this song yeah, was yeah. Ra- oh, yeah, yeah. Rachel well, wrote. Easy, <laughs> Rachel would, would would keep uh, s- snippets of songs and song ideas in a, in a booklet. Uh, like a notebook and, or just email them to me and this one was gibberish this one was all about it all about uh, remembrances of like not partying so hard that she doesn't remember how she got home last night and it was and I, when I read it I thought oh this is hilarious and I and so I said I'm going to put this to music and I put it to that very boppy happy yeah, how yeah. Get baby 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 <laughs> how to get home last night and I said and I played it to Rachel and I go what do you think and she was like those remembrances of how I got home last night weren't supposed to be funny that's tragic <laughs> why do I, 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 I wanted since to I've be read a your work song. <laughs> like, how did I get homeless how can I make the tragic thing hilarious <laughs> Peter Bag, welcome <laughs> that's but a, you wound yeah. up liking it you oh yeah I loved yeah. it I that's the best it. though is when you can take the tragic thing well it's the first time you know you, you have your little notebook and then suddenly you're giving it to somebody else and they're Making it public, right? Sure. Misinterpreting it, yeah, and sharing it with the world. Think of Anne Frank. I will. I, yes. 
They're kind of like that. Our new that. pop song. Anne Frank of pop music. <laughs> so, so one of the things I like about your music so much, though, is is that it's not just like this poppy, cute stuff. It's like, on, on the first impression, you hear it, and you're like, oh, did it, did it. and you listen to the lyrics, and you're like, whoa, what did she say? You know, it's, it's like the sweet and sour. You know, that's what yeah. I love about you guys' Thanks. music. It's very... Yeah, it's got a whole other level. That's the other neat. song that we picked out is called As Long As You're Creepy, and Michelle wrote the words to it. And Michelle has a love for uh, 80s horror movies, yes. which I have no use for. <laughs> Slasher? Slasher? Or... Yeah. All yeah. Of which, which, what? I, I, I don't see scary movies because they successfully scare me. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, me too. What, yeah, what are your, what are your faves well, in the I 80s? Well, I started out watching um, anything by Clive Barker and all the Nightmare Movies were my favorite, one of my favorites. And then, of course, you have Jason and Poltergeist. Michael. That was terrifying. I kind of had crushes on all yeah. the... Oh, did you? You can tell from the song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have crushes on the bad guys? I kind of did, yeah. All right. Wow. I know it's no Mulan, but okay. All right. <laughs> no Mulan's boyfriend. Let's hear that one. And the name as of the song is... Creepy. Yeah, as long as you're creepy. Yeah. Yeah, so this whole song is... Michelle's listing all the it's kind of a slutty monsters she wants to have sex with. Yeah, right. And tells them not to tell each other. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give it away. <laughs> Don't give it away. Spoiler alert. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, and the non-80s one coming up. This is nice. What's the name of the album? Can it's you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> is it your debut album? Can I ask? Yes, yeah. it is. There we go. Excellent. It's the self-titled "Can right. You Imagine" album. Uh, that's uh, that's nice. So, I love the musicianship. is awesome. Nice work, you guys. It's I mean, a lot it's, of fun. Yeah, it's. Uh, some of us are very new at. Uh, it's, Rachel oh. just learned to play bass. And, oh, really? And I was Sue drumming for a long time. You, uh, a bit. I mean, I. I taught her how to play. That's what I mentioned. That. <laughs> and my drum set that and that was my kind of my dream growing up. And then she stole it. Stole my dream. Oh. No, I was going to say she your dream was dream. to teach the little woman. <laughs> how to no, play the that was not my dream at all. Lady, <laughs> I, like, I was pretty pissed. pissed. I was pretty pissed when she got a lot better than me, like oh. really quickly. I was like, ah, yeah. No, she no, she's great. And yeah, she she played for a little bit before that. Actually, we kind of switched up a little because I played drums for years and years and years and. Um, and she played a little guitar, and then I was like, wait, you teach me how to play guitar, because I always want to do that. So we switched and... and she talked. plays guitar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't know. I know, I know, you didn't know that. <laughs> a little bit. She plays a little bit of everything, I mean. Um, that is hilarious. If you need some saxophone, Trump. she plays oh. saxophone, too. So. Was she in marching band? Yeah, I think so, probably. Sweet. <laughs> no, I don't, know. I don't think she was in marching band. That's... I was in marching band. Were you? Uh, yes. In drummer? Were you a drummer? Oh, yeah, I was drummer. I was lead snare in the, do you, in oh, the yeah, drum corps. Do you know a little, a little marching kid? Let's hear oh, it. Oh, yeah, no, I... You can do it. After I had the stroke, I... I oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was just... Yeah, I was just... Yeah, I was... Let's hear some paradiddles. Oh, God, I was so into marching band. It was, like, so hardcore back then, too. It was like, a whole, like, drum line, you know, with, like, all the stuff and stuff. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. 
I'm going to be John Bonham when I grow up, you know. And like, and Could you spin the sticks? Yeah, Sweet. did all that crap. <laughs> but uh, I had it was crushes on the drummers, <laughs> the tippity really? guys, the three guys. That's, oh yeah, that's why I stopped drumming because I was like, what's the use of being in a rock band? No one even pays attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe the it was just me. Was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, I should have. Yeah. Let's edit that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing self-deprecating. But yeah, no, I, I, she's she been playing for a little bit, though. But uh, I don't think that, that, not much. I mean, she's obviously progressed a lot with you guys. What do you play, Peter? In this band, I played guitar and sing background. And I used to, I, I played guitar ever since I was a kid. Nothing fancy. It's like there's no guitar solos on this record, thank God. But, um, um, well, there can't be because I don't know how to play them. So, uh, <laughs> but prior to so that, it was, was, was mainly no, an artistic I used choice. To drum, I used to drum in another band. In fact, that guy we were just talking about, Eric Reynolds of yeah. Fantagraphics, I was in his band, uh, one of his old bands. He's a guitar player, singer, songwriter. Oh, okay. And what is, uh, what is your, your not here guy that uh, is hard to get? Keyboards. Keyboards? Excellent. Oh, Steve. Piano. Yeah, and he produced <laughs> yeah. the record. He's a professional record producer, and that has a lot to do with why. It, Did you guys do it because of the grunge movement here in Seattle and coffee yes, drinking? Yes, yes. It, it? It, it was 2008, Huge. and we're like, hey, you hear about this grunge thing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's all we're get flannel shirts and do something. <laughs> <laughs> you should start a coffee shop. <laughs> yes, so, and we, and, yeah, we think this is grunge. That's how stupid <laughs> <it is. laughs> Well, he has a garage. It's garage rock, that's right? right. Yeah. All right. And, um... Michelle, were you in a band before? Can you imagine? I don't even know no. this. No. <laughs> okay. This is it? Yes. Did you uh, opera? What did you sing? No, before? I was singing um, just like parties, weddings, different things here and there just for fun. Karaoke oh, a little bit, but not yeah. in a band. That's insane. <laughs> she has such an amazing voice. I mean, every one of the bands sings really good. And you, like, it was the first time you guys really sang, like out loud in front of people. You know? and, if, and that's the big strength of you guys' band is the harmonies. I and mean, people hear that and they're like, whoa. It is lovely. The, oh, the musicianship is, is quite nice. It's, did you ever see the fabulous Baker Brothers? Because that's yeah. what I think of your, your talent just coming out of the woodwork and just going, yes, I'm in a band now. And then one day, cat commercials. <laughs> Which will, then you will Dear buy thing. land. Well, that's where the money is. Well, that's, that Trust evangelism. Me. Yes. Um, wow. So this is great. So it's Can You Imagine on MySpace. It's peterbag.com. Right? Yeah. With an E. And we're also on Facebook. We're all on everything. Twitter. Are you on Twitter? I'm not on the Twitter, so I'm not, we're not on everything. You can't be tweet. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Friendster. We are. Uh, Foursquare. Can people go to your garage and check in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Please stay away from my house. Okay. <laughs> and so, but this has been great, you guys. This, is, uh, this has been fantastic. It's already been an hour, is what I'm saying. Thanks, oh, okay. yeah, Thanks for having us. Now. Are you saying we should leave now? <laughs> no, I'm saying that it's fantastic and we should all do sets. Okay. Uh, Seattle, this has been uh, a fantastic experience coming out to do st- uh, live Dork Forests, and I thank you so much for supporting uh, this live venue. <laughs> and the websites and everything will be there, and you can get links and everything, and travel safe and be good to each other. All right, good night. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Can you sign this? Can I throw this at myself? My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?